I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning and welcome to TD Green. We are at one of our home clubs today, Lancaster Country Club, my home club. I'm Kevin Sylvester, joined by PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Brian Cozio on assignment. This yes. week. Yes, he is. Yes. Research. Research, uh, yeah. for sure. So uh, we miss Brian this week, but he'll be back uh, next week. We have so much to talk about in the world of golf. Uh, but, Jeff, we are going to start with today here at Lancaster Country Club. It is the club championship weekend here at Lancaster. Might you be playing? Uh, uh, yes, I didn't. I, Does I, the Pope wear a funny hat? Well, <laughs> I, I, wasn't able, I was unable to play in it last year um, due to scheduling, so... I'm excited to play this. It's, and matter of fact, I think this will be only my second time playing in the club championship here. The first time many moons ago uh, when I was much younger, weighed a lot less, uh, was better looking. Um, I was the I was one off the gross lead in the A flight going to the second day, and I pumped two on the range. Oh, the uh, off the first two here at, <laughs> at Lancaster Country Club. And I, and I knew it was over right there, <laughs> yeah, right that, there and then. That's not a fun day. I've had days like that where you get to the first tee in an event. Yeah. Oop, that's out of bounds. Okay, you're at a U.S. Open qualifier, and you know you got to shoot something really low, and you're making double on the first hole. It's going to be tough. It took me four holes to get that out of my head mm-hmm. after taking a – I took an eight, yeah. I think. Yeah, I took an eight on hole one. Hole two, I took a six. Uh, I think so. I'm, you went quad double. Yes. All right. It's done. Absolutely. Yeah. Done. And I was now it's a walk in the park. And then after that, I think I, I played it like three over the rest of the way, but it was already done. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised how common that is in oh. club championships <laughs> and, and events where it starts to matter, where people's yes. uh, games start to uh, things happen that you know when you're playing with your buddies don't tend to happen. Sometimes. That's why we're going to dive right into our Western York PGA Tip of the Week. Uh, brought to you by the Western New York PGA and all the great work that they do, and we're going to talk more about some things coming up with that. But, uh, Jeff, I want to talk about approach not only before the round, the mm-hmm. club championship, but approach during the round. Not just for me. And for all the members who are playing here, all the other clubs, whether the club championship this weekend, next weekend. It's that time of year. Yeah, yep. we're going to help some folks out here. Yeah, so, invitationals are going on. Club championships are going on. So it's some important golf well, for people. Invitationals yep. are done because uh, I haven't been invited anymore. <laughs> so, no. That doesn't mean they're done. <laughs> Rochester. you got to get the Rochester swing. Uh, yeah. By the way, I had a great time last week at Wanaka Country Club, where we'll be next week, by the way. The That's show right. will be at Wanaka next week to talk about teed up for troops. All right, but let's talk about, uh, you know, there's there's prep uh, going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your warm up session different? And then what's the approach on the golf course? So I think you know if you look at a lot of good players or anybody in any sports, typically before a round or an event, you know a hockey player, there is a routine to prepare yourself mentally for the day. And I think if you have a typical routine, 
I don't think you want to stray from that. And what I see a lot of people do as a, as a PGA professional working at clubs for years is they're there way too early and they're not following their routine and people start to practice in the morning before the round. I understand if you're trying to get a feel for the putts, maybe you want to hit a few extra putts or work on your driver a little bit, but I think you, you encapsulate that within your typical routine, okay? And, and find some confidence um, is what I'm always trying to do before a round. Um, so I'll, I'll stick to my routine. Typically, I'll hit some putts before I go anywhere. I hit a few putts, try to gauge the speed of the greens. Then I'll go warm up on the range. Now, warming up is not practicing. I typically would work my way through the bag, start with a wedge, every other club, until um, I get to a four iron, rip a couple three woods, hit some drivers. I don't hit a ton of drivers. People want to bash driver after driver after driver. And I always try to quit on a good driver, like or, or two or three good drivers in a row. I'll put the driver away. And then I'll jump back to my wedge just to get the rhythm and try to hit some wedges with some different shots and some different trajectories. I know a lot of good players like Tiger, Tim Freeze, who we had on the show last week, you know, they hit the nine shots before a round. That has never been part of my routine, but there'll be certain things I'll be looking for. And the last thing I do on the range, so say, you know, the first tee here at Lancaster Country Club, I wouldn't typically hit a driver. I mean, you can hit a driver and hit it over the trees. Maybe I would now. Um, but um, say I was hitting a three-wood or a four-iron off that tee or whatever. The, I might be starting on a par three in a scramble or something or a shotgun. I'm going to, my last, uh, my last four, five, ten swings on that range are that shot. Okay, so if it's a three wood off the first tee, my last few shots on the range are three woods. I'm visualizing that first swing I have to make in the day, and I'm trying to hit the best shot I can and just visualizing. I go through my routine. So if I start behind the ball, I, you know, however long it takes me, take my grip, everything I do that I would do for a normal shot, I'll hit four, five, six of those on the range and quit on a good one and, and have that nice mental image and then back to the putting green chip and putt and just work on my speed and lastly i'll hole out a whole bunch of three footers because um, i don't want to get to the first hole and have a three footer and you know i want to i want to have seen 20 of those go in before i went to the first hole yeah. and, and make that three footer so, um, so that's my routine before yes. round and i'll stick to it tournament wise or whatever that's that's what i do for every tournament interesting on the uh well for, <clears throat> excuse me first of all i think that's important on the i'll get this frog out of my throat at some point um interesting on the that you putt first and then go to the tee and then yeah. you come back to the, the putting green why do you do it twice you know uh because i'm because I'm, putting super important Hey, it's more important than your ball striking out there every time. If you're having a good day, it's usually because you're putting well. And I want to start to get the feel for that speed and those greens. I kind of want to start getting that into my my uh, my body there, my mind. I want to start being engrossed in what those putts are doing, and that's really important to me. Um, and then I'm just warming up my body on the range and then back to putting, which is important. I, I always like to hit a few putts and just kind of get an idea, hey, what's this day going to be like on the putting greens? And th maybe that's how my mind works in competition. I'm thinking about putts more than anything else sure uh, you know i know it's important to drive the ball far and well and hit good irons and get up and down but a lot of that you know uh, there's a lot of confidence that comes with putting well and i think it bleeds into the rest of your game that uh, makes sense yeah uh, for sure how many uh, so you, you you mentioned um <clears throat> let's go to the putting green there mm -hmm. you mentioned you will uh make a bunch of three footers you want to see lastly yes last how many putts do you take you know you have I'll uh, uh, let me internalize this. When I go to the putting green, so usually, um, yeah, I, I will. I'll hit maybe five drivers, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll hit clubs that I hit most often. I, I'll usually take a five, a seven, and a pitching wedge. Right. Mm -hmm. I just want to get the swing down. I just want to feel crisp contact. I don't have a set number of shots I'm going to hit, but I want to. I want to. I I, I want to make sure they feel good. And same thing. And then I'll go back to the after I I, I, I start my way up pitching wedge. Up to driver, mm -hmm. that, um, as do I. Yep. Yeah, I won't start with full swings. I said a little half swing and stuff. You know, part of it to get the body loose, and then I got to end on. I got to hit three good drives in a row, and I, I envision that first tee shot, right? Mm -hmm. And then I go to the putting green, and I use that drill. Um, you, uh, we, we videoed it. It's on tdgreen.golf in our video section. Uh, yeah, it shot a few years ago, but it still works to this day. Using the speed of the greens, where you putt to the collar. 
love that drill. Yeah, I, I use do it too. For all I, my clinics I think and, it's fantastic. And I will explain do that. that. Explain that drill. So that that's one of my favorite drills for controlling speed. So uh, as we talk about with putting, it's always way more important to control your speed than your line. So the most important thing in putting is can, you can have a breaking putt that can have 10 different lines based on whatever speed you play it at, right? So I'm going to engross myself in the speed by taking three to four golf balls and putting the ball towards the collar and trying to lag that ball as close to the collar of the green without letting it touch the collar. And what's nice about that is all that is is speed. So you're not worried about the line. You're not worried about starting it straight. You're not worried about making putts. All you're doing is engrossing yourself in the speed. And then I'm going to hit some big lag putts too because typically, you know, how often do you get to practice 40, 50, 60, you know, those, the longest putt on that green, I'm going to try to make a few of those because you never know when you'll have one of those in your round. And, and you know, three putting's bad. So I'm, uh, that's another speed drill. And I'm do, everything I'm doing, then I'm hitting some uphill putts, some downhill putts, some right to left, some left to right. And then the last thing is just watching those three footers go in one, two, three, right in the middle of the hole, and boom. Then my confidence is tight. I feel good about my stroke. I walk to the tee, get my scorecard, mark my ball, and fire away. Do you um, do you suggest um, using your own golf ball? Oh, my gosh, yes. On right? putting yeah. green? Yeah, not the practice ones, right? Oh, my gosh. No, yes. no, no. I wouldn't even chip with them. Yeah, the yes. range balls are a completely okay. different animal. I'm not crazy then. No, 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 no. I, I recommend that for everybody. I use a fresh sleeve every time I practice, <laughs> and I just, no. <laughs> I see people doing that sometimes. I, you know, you walk by and see somebody chipping with range balls, and I always mention it. I go, you know, why don't you chip with the golf balls? Because they're going to react way differently. Range balls are meant to be durable, you know, and, and right. inexpensive. And, you know, a Pro V1 or the Callaway is going to yeah. be a much better golf ball, and it'll react beautifully and differently than a range ball will when you're chipping. So why practice with a golf ball that's not going to react the same right. way? Yeah. No, I, I, that's, a, that's a great point, and, and it's one that uh, um, a lot of places I see them just using, you know, regular practice balls and i'm like eh, that's not the not not the if like if you're gonna putt with a chrome softball it's gonna putt different than the top flight ball on the range and right? it's certainly gonna chip different too absolutely yeah, it's gonna yeah. feel way well, different you're wondering putting. why you're not controlling it right, right. Uh, the spin and control that goes to the point people always say i never get my ball to stop or back up on the greens well a you're playing a, a pinnacle or a hard jar golf ball yeah, and, right. and your wedges yeah. are old and you're hitting it fat first and the greens are slow so you got no chance. All right, so we, we've we've got there. We're on the tee now. This is a, a, a we're tee to green. We're live at Lancaster Country Club. It is Club Championship weekend here. Trying to help you out in your Club Championship too. And uh, I know all um, all fellow members who are listening here are like, all right, this is great. Uh, going to that first tee. What? A, all right, let's talk about the mentality. Going off, we're going off in threes today. Okay. All right, which so, is nice. Yeah, which may be a little different than the typical round where you're in a foursome. But you're playing in threes. I'm carrying Jeff's card. Jeff's got my card. Or you know, there's there's a yeah, swap you rotate of cards. The cards. Yep. You're, you're keeping track of your score, but you're 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 the official scorer for your playing mate. So there's some responsibility that goes along with today too, doesn't? Right. There? Yeah. Your your job is to protect the integrity of the field while marking your your fellow competitor's scorecard. He's not your opponent. He's a fellow competitor in that situation. And so you're you know, if you think something or when there's a drop or a ruling. You're the person that's supposed to be over there making sure it's being done right or making sure that person can take the drop. Or if there's any questions as far as the score, before you sign that card, you got to check with that competitor. Hopefully there's no discrepancies over scores. But, you know, sure. if there is, before you sign that card, you want to do that at the scoring area. And you're responsible for making sure the card you kept is accurate. So that is a responsibility of a player when you're playing. So you do need to be slightly aware of what your fellow competitors are doing. As You you don't want to wait three holes and say, hey, what would you make on four? You know, yeah, Correct. you want right. to get that done after every hole for the most part. What happens if there is a uh, rules question? Typically what you'll do is you'll play two golf balls into the hole, depending on your situation. If there's not a rules official there, um, I, you know, or if, you, if you're if you not sure as how to we proceed. Can, we can get Mr. Enright and Mr. Conley. Uh, like Mr. Enright will do it, yes. Yeah, absolutely, yes. from the New York State Golf Association. They're the rules officials of the Porter Cup. They uh, do, do rulings, yeah. Yeah, but as far as pace. Joe, what are you doing today? <laughs> Joe will be here. <laughs> Joe will be here. He'll be playing. Mike, Mike, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to engage Joe if you don't have to out there. You don't want to have any rulings with well, Joe. Correct. Yes, yeah, but yes. The, but there may, you know, the, the, these are things where um, the reason I bring this up, for, and again, this is for anybody at your home club or you're, you're in a club championship, you, you're the responsibility for the field right? Uh, to protect your fellow competitor and the field. You're not just protecting the field, but your fellow competitor, too. You don't want to see him make mistakes. Right. And the uh, – uh, so you, you've got to pay attention when the ball's headed towards uh, a penalty area. 
Correct. It's headed towards out of bounds. Like you, you need to be cognizant of these things as you go around. And for pace of play, you were talking about the ruling. Like if you don't know how to proceed, uh, I want to finish that thought real quick. As you play two golf balls into the hole with oh, yes, the two yes. options there's that you question. think, yeah. So say there's a question, how do I proceed? Well, proceed A, proceed B, and then keep track of both scores and check with the um, check with the whoever's the rules official, which will be in this case the PGA professional running the event before you sign your card and before you leave the scoring area. That's an interesting rule just so people know like there's a scoring area in golf. So once you get to the scoring area, you can't leave without signing your card or turning your card in and you have to report to the scoring area within a timely manner within the rules of golf. So you, if you do that in all scrambles. Yes, yeah, after 18, <laughs> you don't wander to the bar in the club championship. So the pro's got to come and find you so he can figure out the flights and then you go, yeah. oh, I had a ruling on seven. Can you help me? Yeah, get right to the scoring area because technically Technically, you could be DQ'd for that. Sure. You, no one wants to get DQ'd. But the rules can be difficult, and the rules changed a year or two ago, and I'm not as up-to-date on those as I was on the old rules, and uh, there's still a little gray air for me, so I'd be cautious in how I proceeded. Sure. And yeah. if, there's, if there's any question, play the two balls. You can call the pro shop, too, but yep. you got to be cognizant of, um, you know, pace of play too right. on the golf course yep for other again for the field so that's mm -hmm. a and you know what if you have any question ask your pro ahead of time the pro will be on the first tee yep um i know uh mike zabel and the staff here um who will not be joining us today because they are really busy they got a yeah. club championship to prepare for yeah. <laughs> uh, but they'll be on the first tee and and they'll probably explain those things and your pro at your club uh would also explain those things all right so you know we, we've taken care of warm-up we've taken by the way remind me to tell you a, a interesting story about uh a club championship that i played in before mm -hmm. i won't say where i won't say names but uh something that happened that's coming up in just a few moments um no there's uh, no, you can't concede putts. No, nope. everything's got to be hold out. Everything's yep. got to be hold unless up. it's a match play situation, which most aren't. Yeah, this yes. is stroke play. Yep. Um, what about your own mentality? This is not a normal round of golf, or do you treat it like a normal round of golf, Jeff? I'm talking about mentally speaking. I guess what I try to do is I try to focus. I'm going to sound like the coach here on the process, right? So I uh, I, I really uh, really get into my routine. So, you know, I, I lean on my routine a lot in tournament play because I know, you know, a lot of times you're nervous. That's a good thing. You know, anytime you're nervous in an event, that means you're doing something fun, exciting, or it's important. So uh, that's that's when golf can be fun. You know, the first tee shot here can be difficult with OB right for some people and trees and it's stuff. It's now a penalty area, by the way. Oh, penalty area. It's now red stakes. Oh, it's not OB anymore. It's not OB okay. anymore. It's now a penalty area. Which speeds up play and saves yeah. time. Which but, I may have hit it in there the other day. <laughs> I've seen a lot Thursday. of people hit it there when I was the pro here. Yeah. But um, so my, my shot is so, you know, I focus on a narrow target. I focus on committing to the shot. I have a, you know, I focus on my routine. You know, I want to pick a club, trust the club I've picked, pick a very small target, make a few practice swings that I feel are going to be uh, the shot I want to hit, visualize success. So I'm always trying to visualize the best shot I've hit in that situation or visualize that ball bouncing down the middle of the fairway into the perfect flat spot, whatever it is. And then I get up, and my last words are just commit or trust it. Mm -hmm. And I just make the best swing I can, and whatever happens, happens. And I get up, and I walk, and I follow, go get the ball and hit the best shot I can. It, a lot of times people will make a bad swing or make a bad number early. They'll get a little frazzled, and you can actually see it in them. You know, you see sure. how they uh, – they get jumpy, they get antsy, they start walking fast, they lose their confidence early. Um, in that case, I hate to say this, but take a deep breath, slow down, get yourself together. Hey, hit the best shot you can, and, and don't try the hero shot. If you're feeling frazzled, the, that's the worst time to try the miracle shot. If, yeah, chip it out, pitch it to the center of the green, two-putt, and walk away with your double if that's the best you can do sure. in that situation. But don't compound it early. And I always wanted to start off smoothly. Like I, like I wanted to start... You know, hit the fairway, hit the green, par. You know, that's yeah, great. Sure, right? First couple yes. holes, if I can hit the center of the greens, then once I'm into your round, it takes three or four holes to really get into your round sometimes. Sure. And then you become more comfortable. Then you can have a lot more confidence. But if you've had a bad start, you know, it's it's easy to get frazzled, but don't, you, you can't let it, you can never let it affect the next shot. Sure. One, of the, one of the great things about, uh, uh, there's a lot of great things here about Lancaster Country Club and why uh, I love being a member here. But, um, the halfway house is not halfway. 
It is. <laughs> so after hole four and 11, so. I like hitting it twice. Yes, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> if I need to get a, a Mick Ultra early, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a, uh, I can. Yeah, and then five, six, seven, get a little better. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but, Responsibly, of course. Yes. But we want to thank one of our sponsors, uh, Michelob Ultra. Uh, no, of course, another one, too, if, uh, you know, perhaps after the round. Again, responsibly. That's right. Got a ride. Our friends from Jim Beam want to thank them, too, yeah. uh, for their support here. But um, when people have expectations, that's when disappointment comes in. I used to tell sure, my ex wife, right. yeah, well, <laughs> if you have expectations, you're going to be disappointed, honey. But uh, so if you have expectations out there, my expectation is to, to commit to every shot and play the best I can and grind it till the last. If I'm going to shoot 74 instead of 75, that makes me happy because sure. I, I got up and down on 18 or whatever it is. So I'm going to grind, and I want to walk off that course, no matter what happens during the tournament, thinking that was the best score I could have shot today. Yeah. And um, did I make mistakes? Yes. Do tour players make mistakes? Yeah. Um, you've seen oh, millions yes. of tour players. Yeah. And this, this, this is what I tell everybody, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, like, hey, what's the biggest thing you've learned uh, following the tour and being out there in the course for PGA Tour Radio? I said that the pros, they all hit bad shots. Mm-hmm. All of them. They they all hit bad drives, and uh, usually uh, it's at least one most two around. Mm-hmm. Okay, some could be more. Yeah, right? they're not hitting twelve fairways around. No, no. And but the key is what they do next. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You rarely ever see him hit two in a row. Yeah, and I think a lot of that's confidence. And how do you get confidence? It's a cart before the horse or the, you know. Sure, yeah, right. Uh, but uh, the chicken or the egg theory. But, um, you know, when you're confident and you're a good player, you're, you're pretty sure, well, that was an anomaly. I'm gonna The next shot will be better. Or you know what you did wrong in that swing. Maybe you got out of tempo or rhythm. And that's the other thing, I guess, would be my, one of my last tips for players when they're playing. I like to focus on rhythm. You know, if I'm thinking about eight mechanical things out in the race, that's why I don't like when people practice before a round. It's a warm-up session. Sure. I want to be void of all mechanical thoughts by the time I get out there and maybe just focus on rhythm and visualization. If to, It sounds ethereal, but it's sure. the best way to play. All right. Um, post-round, because mm-hmm. two-day championship. Yep. Is that when you practice? Do Typically it, after the round, does yeah. Does it depend, how you, depend on how you – like if you played well, do you practice or no? If I played well, I might go out and hit a few shots just to reinforce it because if it felt good and I was grooving and I had a nice swing, I might go and hit 20, 30 shots just to get that, con- hey, I'm good for that. Now, if I struggled with something, say I hit a few bad bunker shots or maybe my driver, I hit a couple left, I go to the range and figure that out or my irons weren't as crisp as I, what well, you know, and typically you'll know when you're playing a lot and you play what you, what you, what you want to work on. Sure. So I might go reinforce some things that maybe I didn't do well, but as soon as I'm there, I'm not going to over... That's my the way I do it. You know, I see a lot of tour players that hit balls for four, five, six, seven. You know, they'll hit forever. VJ Singh and you know all the guys. Yeah, yeah. Bryson. Um, yeah, he's out there under the lights. Yeah, but I'm more of a. I tend to play more than practice as a as a rule, trying to get better. Sure. So I will. Uh, I will just you know, hey, maybe I didn't hit a couple good three woods, or I know tomorrow I got to hit some some really good three woods, which is not a shot you get to hit a lot. Right. Um, I might rip a few three woods out there, or just do stuff like that, and I will go hit some putts again. Um, just because I think putting's important, and I just want to see that ball roll in the hole sure. as much as possible. All right, great stuff there uh, from Jeff Metis on club championships. Now, speaking of club championships, here's that story. Here's the story. Uh, I won't tell you where it was. I won't tell you. I won't use any names. Okay. Uh, largely because I forgot the guy's name (laughs) (laughs) who did this, but we were playing in a threesome um, out on the golf course, and we're. Uh, 11 holes in, and this guy was a good player. He was struggling uh, with a flat stick. And on the 12th hole, we were uh, he had a putt, about a 15-footer, and missed, just hung on the edge. And he, and he walked up and was like, son of a – and smacked the ball. Uh-oh. Yeah. I go – I just said to him, I go, dude. Now, there was an older gentleman who's playing with us who just lit him up. I like it. You stupid blah, 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 blah. Get your ball back, put it right back on the edge, and tap it in, and don't you ever do that again. And he looks at me and he goes, you're okay with this, right, Kevin? I'm like, I, would, I, was, I was younger. Well, he's got to take a penalty. Should have taken a penalty, right? I was just like, uh, sure, whatever. I mean, it clearly was, I mean, Jeff, it was hanging on the lip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You see my PJ professional I, mind I, grinding I on this PJ one. I see your PJ professional yes. mind here. I Listen. Uh, this was many, 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 many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was in no position. I didn't feel like I was in any position to say, no, 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 this guy's got to take a penalty here. Um, it was, you know, it was clear. I mean, you had to. Well, he, a fly could have whispered on it, and it falls in. So, but anyway, he, so I was like, yeah, okay, fine. This is the first time I've ever, this is the first time I've ever told this story, right, that it occurred. Three holes later, he goes to do it again, and I just yelled at him. I was like, you know, whatever his name, I yelled his name. I was like, are you stupid? He withdrew after the he withdrew after the first round. Yeah, because so, he would have been assigning an incorrect yeah, scorecard well, in my mind. Um, he withdrew anyways out of frustration, but mm-hmm. uh, in the end, it ended up being the right thing. Probably we probably should have if we agreed to it, right? Uh, yeah, you'd be disqualified also yeah. for agreeing to uh, to circumvent the rules. I forget yes. the term actually, but yeah, yes. that's you can't agree to not follow yeah. the rules. It's well, a violation. The, uh, yeah, the, the the person who told him to put it back was someone of influence. Doesn't and, matter. And I, they, I, listen, I understand. The rules treat everybody I, the same, much like I, the law. I, yeah, I understand. Right. Yeah. It was fascinating that it happened. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of uh, a lot of situations so, during club championships similar. If he put you know. it back, would it be a penalty, or would he have to, he'd have to play from where it lies? Right? I think in theory he could take an unplayable lie and go back and to take where the it penalty was. and go back to the previous okay. spot. Yeah, All right. That's I, good I, I'd have to double check that in the rules since they changed, but I'm pretty sure there's a there's a but there's a penalty, but he could. Uh, all right. Do if like I don't that. take a break, we're getting penalized. All so right. we're going to take a short, short timeout. These important messages from those who support TD Green. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll get a check of the professional leaderboards, PGA, Champions Tour, LPGA. They're playing overseas. We'll get all that coming up right here. TD Green live from Lancaster Country Club here on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. All right, we're back. Tea to Green live from Lancaster Country Club. Uh, one of our home clubs here, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medis. Brian Koziel is off this week on assignment he's on vacation okay that's a, you know <laughs> he gets one a year right yeah well he, two we gave him two this year that's right yeah well he's got he's gearing up for the sabers season he uh <laughs> oh he might, he might need a third week of vacation <laughs> yes. to get ready for that <laughs> eh, who knows uh, <laughs> hey it, 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 it yeah you know what let's just move on yes. oh by the way but you know what we don't need vacation from bill's season First preseason game last night. Fun to watch. First uh, you know half. what? Even even yeah, even without uh, you know the star players in, everybody's excited for the Bills season. Um, all right, let's get to the PGA Tour leaderboard. Big week here, Wyndham Championship. It is the final event before the PGA Tour playoffs. There are players that need to play their way in. Great story last year, Jim Herman. Yep, he needed to win the event to get in, and he wins the event to get in, which was uh, fabulous. Yeah, those numbers like uh, like who's getting in the top one twenty five. That's yes. where the fight is. Isn't Adam Scott fighting for his? Adam uh, Scott's fighting for a spot. There's a lot of, uh, uh, a, lot of a lot of guys here. Let me run down the leader, and I'll, I'll talk about a couple of guys okay. who uh, need to stay in position or win this week. But Russell Henley um, is fourteen under par, which uh, ties for the the best two-round lead on the tour this year at 14, the score at 126, at 14 under par, Russell Henley, six under yesterday. Rory Sabatini, the silver medalist from the Olympics, um, which is kind of a cool story in itself. It'd be, people were, I can't believe people were criticizing this. Oh, well, he, because his wife from Slovakia became a citizen, like, you know, you do the same to play in the Olympics, so stop criticizing him. Yeah, right? I'll go to Poland. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, and, I'll claim and, Polish heritage. And by the way, he shot 10 under in the final round right. to win the silver medal. He um, won the silver medal, yes. Absolutely, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and obviously that confidence is carrying over. Yeah, he's 10 under par. Tied for second with Webb Simpson, who's won this event before. Always plays well there at Sedgefield Country Club in North Carolina. And Scott Piercy, uh, 10 under. Piercy and Sabatini, they need uh, to stay in that position and play well uh, to make it to the top 125 and just making the playoffs you know it guarantees your status for next year Correct. Uh, yeah. where you you have preferred status and there's there, there's different categories yeah, of top status. 200 125 yes. there's all different numbers um justin rose is also a player who uh needs to rack up points and, and some of these guys are playing to to increase their point total so they can have a better chance of making the bmw championship uh because things whittle down after 
the top 125. After there's the only, first event, yep. There's only go. three playoff events. They go from uh, 125 to 85. I think it's 90, 90 now okay. uh, for the BMW Championship, which I'll be working at uh, in a few weeks for PGA Tour Radio. And then, of course, the Tour Championship down to 30. And also, by the way, it all changes next year. Last week's event, the FedEx St. Jude, the World mm-hmm. Golf Championship, that's going to become the first playoff event. Oh. So the New York-Boston rotation for the Northern Trust, that ends after this year. They're Liberty National uh, next week for the first uh, the Northern Trust, that first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. A very unique property, very cool place to be. Gone. Oh. TPC Boston, gone for now. It'll be FedEx St. Jude, then the BMW Championship, uh, which rotates and then, of course, the tour. Did they take a week out somewhere, or are they? Uh, they're I'm keeping confused. three weeks, um, but they're changing the venues. Yeah, there are okay. there are some changes on the PGA Tour schedule for next year. Um, World Golf Championships. There's only two. It'll be match play and. Mexico. Oh, yeah. And the Mexico is going to back, but not a World Golf Championship. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, the workday that moved to concession in Florida stays. So it'll be that and the match play. Those will be the only two World Golf Championships. Very few people know the tour schedule like you do, Kev. I'll tell you that. Well, I try to. Well, we got to figure kinda out. Kind of need to know yeah, it. Yeah, kind of need to know uh, <laughs> yeah. what life may look like with yes. that. All right. Um, other players of note uh, down there. Uh, Kevin Kisner is tied for 12th at 7 under. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes playing. There, there's a player who's working on had a great year. The Canadian Mackenzie Hughes, married to a, a gal from Fredonia. Oh. And um, there's a player who is working on his points there. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on this week, especially guys like Sabatini, Piercy, and Rose uh, with, uh, with that. All right, let's move on to overseas, where the women are playing the Scottish Open, Ladies Scottish Open, and that leaderboard, as they are just getting underway, they'll get underway at 10 a.m., Arya Jatanagarn is in the lead at a nine under par. Charlie Hull is uh, in a large tie for second at six under par. And I think that was kind of good scheduling, by the way, going after the Olympics uh, right to the Scottish Open. So the time change is not, I mean, there's still a significant change, but a little less travel there. But speaking of the Olympics, how about that performance by Nellie Corda? Oh, I've become a huge fan recently. Just watching her swing, first and foremost, yes. I got a chance to to get a video breakdown of her motion, and I became a fan. And then to watch her play and how she comports herself and to root for the American woman um, and to see that she's number one in the world. Yes. Yeah. I think she's adding a spark to women's golf, and I yeah, I think it's great. Um, and, and I love watching her play. I, I mean, I'd like to go in person and watch her play. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. The, the, you know, there are um, some stars now on the LPGA Tour um, I, I mentioned Brooke Henderson, um, you know, Lexi Thompson, of course, we know. Um, Kari Webb uh, was a great player in her own mm-hmm. right. And we just saw Annika Sorenstam win the Women's Senior Open. 13 uh, years after right. her last tournament or something. That's Very awesome. Very cool to have her yeah. kids out there uh, to do that. Uh, she's one of the great golfers of all time. We could say, oh, oh great yeah, women's nah. golf. Which is one of the great golfers of all time. She's a champion, uh, a great champion. Uh, I'll be interested to see how Nellie Corda builds off of winning the gold medal at the Olympics. Yeah, I think I think she's in for long-term success. Uh, just the, basically because the way she moves at the golf ball, I can't see where that would break down. She's a great athlete. She seems to have early confidence. She's got her career secured. She doesn't have to worry about much, you know, financially right, or anything sure. like that. And, and she can focus on golf. And uh, and what an athlete. I bet she'd have been good at basketball, softball, any sport she chose. And it's it's I'll, I'll enjoy watching her. I hope she stays at the top of the game for years. All right. Our uh, PG Tour Champions Report brought to you by our friends at Donald Ross Clothing. I mean, the finest Golf Apparel, Donald Ross. You know, that's one of the things I like about our, our sponsors that share with us. Uh, the Donald Ross clothing, the Puma golf shoes, we're comfortable. And we look good. We have some nice swag. Yes. I, I'm not going to lie. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. Uh, PGA Tour champion. By, by the way, if your pro shop's not carrying Donald Ross, uh, ask him about it, donaldross.com, uh, where you can go and grab some stuff yourself there. Plus, and it's a local company. Local mm, company yeah. right here in western New York. And uh, Rob Stein and company, uh, great people uh, to deal with, too. So we appreciate their support here on TD Green. PGA Tour champions are playing in Canada. So, you know, the border opened up. You know, the Blue Jays left Buffalo here, Jeff. They've got professional golf now. Shaw Charity Classic uh, is in Calgary, Alberta. Calgary. Yeah. Have you ever been to Calgary? I have not. I've been uh, out west. but Beautiful not place. I heard it's amazing. Love Calgary. Yes. yes. Um, used to love going there. Uh, Saddle Dome and, uh, you know, all the cowboy hats yeah, out in Calgary the, 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 when the Sabres would play uh, the Flames. Um, 
Billy Mayfair is in the lead at eight under par. Mike Weir, a lot of people rooting for him out there at seven under par. Uh, those he's one back of the lead, and then there's just. I'm not going to name everybody that is six under par there, but uh, cool to see that they're back playing in Canada. We certainly hope that the Canadian Open uh, returns as scheduled next year uh, with the border uh, being open and, you know, uh, what's going on in the world with COVID. But there's a, a check of the uh, leaderboards. We want to talk about on the PGA Tour last week, uh, FedEx St. Jude Classic World Golf Championship. Final round, uh, you had Harris English, Bryson DeChambeau, and just the – they got put on the clock early. Yeah. And English, I don't know if you saw the interview with Amanda Balionis. I, I read the interview. I didn't see it. I read it on Twitter. Because yes. he, he, he rinsed it on 14. Hmm. And just it really, you know, that was his tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, the par three there, hit it in the water and felt. He's talking about how he's feeling he had to rush the entire round. They got put on the clock early and just trying to catch up. Now, is Harris. Slow player, you're no. out there. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. No, he's not. No, Bryson is. I know that. Everybody knows. Bryson that. Yeah. can be can be methodical. Yes, um, we can say slow. Um, you know, and but, but it's not just him. So believe me, I, I've people always point to him. I've uh, many events I've worked where I see the rules official come over and say something to the group, and I'll just go on the clock and be on the clock mm. um, to, to keep them going, right? Mm. And but you get put on early. It's, um, you know, the guy's got to catch up. they got to get in position. Now, what's position? Position is, hey, um, group leaving green, you're just pulling club to hit hit shot, right? Yeah. That's position right. to me. And, and and the problem on the PGA Tour is it takes multiple infractions before multiple bad times before you're even penalized. So being put on the clock isn't the it, – it, I'm sure it happens. It's not the end of the world. You're go, you have a good chance to catch up. You still have to have two more bad times or something, and it's not. Yeah, I'm not sure of the official thing. I just know, like, once they're told, like, it's yeah. like, okay. Like, yeah. Well, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're hustling between shots, right? right. And this is yeah. what Harris English was saying. Like, well, know, we've all done it. Yeah. He's like, I got to deal with that better. I got to get in the routine. But the other part that may have been distracting to him, and I give him credit for doing the interview, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and there's a guy who it wouldn't surprise me if he wins the FedEx Cup. I mean, he's had, he's had a phenomenal year. Oh, he's played great. Yeah. Won twice. Yeah. Uh, could have won at Congaree for the Pimental Championship. Could have won <clears throat> Excuse. Could have won last week. Yep. Um, he's been playing great all year. Drives the golf ball uh, phenomenal. We don't talk enough about how good Harris English is. But he even said about the Bryson issue, mm-hmm. where people calling him Brooksy and just yeah. how it is. Uh, it needs to stop because it, it's affecting the guy and doesn't think it's fair to him. I also think it's just in poor taste. It doesn't, it doesn't gel with golf. You know, what I mean, it's not a, it's not a football game. There's no trash talking, um, and, and it doesn't just affect Bryson. Like you said, it affects the other players in his group. And I, yeah, I, I, I think if I'm Brooks Kepka's agent, I'm having him like call off the dogs. You know what I mean? I, I think I, I like Brooks Kepka. I'm not a huge fan of of Bryson, but that's too much. That's too far over. That's in poor taste. And, you know, we're not – we want to see people play their best. Whether – if Bryson DeChambeau is the best player there that week, great. I'll, I like watching him play. I sure. may not like him. But, you know, I, I appreciate what he does and how he does it different. And he just uh, – he does it his own way, which I think a lot of people need to do more in golf. But that is – it is frustrating and it can affect the other player. And you add that to being on a clock. I mean, we've all been with slow players. It's, it's super difficult for me as a fast player to play with a slow player. So sure. I, you have to try to change up what you do. And I'm sure he's – Tour players are used to playing slow, though. The um, this is what I'll say about Bryson and in the situation. Uh, first of all, every conversation I've had with Bryson, and there's even been you know most of them are interviews after a round. Uh, some have been just some quick comments during a round, and they've all been nothing but great. Um, you know, there's some things that like he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't look like he's enjoying himself a lot, right? No. <laughs> when he's out there. Yeah. Um, but I just think there's so much going on, uh, going on up there, right? I mean, just uh, it, there's overloaded almost, right? Well, Hogan and, and, didn't look like he was enjoying himself. Yeah. But he is—he's uh, going through a lot of things. He's—he's uh, he's lost probably 20, 25 pounds. Oh. I don't know if people have noticed that. He's much leaner now. Uh, I talked to a representative of his uh, at the at the Brocket Mortgage Classic. And he's like, yeah, he just he got to the point where he wasn't gaining anymore. It didn't make sense to him anymore. So he's 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 gone back to a leaner, you know, and trying to keep that speed 
while being leaner. We'll see if he's able to do it. So that's changing. He's clearly playing well to get himself in a final group again. But this is uh, this is wearing on him. Now, when it comes to fans, you know, calling him, I mean, it, it, it's uh, taunting, if you will. Yeah. But that's almost professional sports, right? I mean, if you want them to cheer you and go like crazy, like then, you know, as long as they're not, to me, as long as they're not yelling in backswings, uh, if they're not doing Happy Gilmore or heckling, you know, like that, yeah. um, I don't know. See, I, 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 I agree with you. I wish uh, it would just these guys would get get together, and, and, and I think it will happen at the Ryder Cup, um, but it's just getting, you know, my, when, yeah. when fans are. Kumbaya moment between the two of them. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah just like, hey, well, you know, come on. I have a rivalry, but we don't need to, we don't need to uh, pick on somebody, right? Yeah, and you, I mean, if. Brooks Kepka's in that group. These fine. are adults we're talking about for crying yeah. out loud. And I guess, in theory, it shouldn't bother you. Like, hey, whatever, say what you yeah, want. Right. I'm here to grind exactly. it out and play my best. And and to me, to some degree, it would motivate me, yeah. right? Oh, all right, yeah, you think, well, watch this, buddy. Yeah. I'm it, probably yeah. it probably does. It probably does. But yeah. um, but it, it, it comes across. One, it's probably, it might have been one fan, whatever. And they can have fans thrown out, but if he does, he gets it worse, right? But I, 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 I would throw him out. You know what? I mean, if I was, if I was, if I was him, I'd have that guy tossed. I mean, yeah. he's that's that behavior is beyond the. I will say this: I, I hate hearing it. And believe me, when I stood on the glass uh, during Sabres broadcasts in the corner, the stuff I'd hear from hockey fans, and I'd be like, "Man, you know, what are you doing? Like, why are you like you got a kid sitting next to you and you're yelling this garbage at people?" You know, and people say, well, I buy a ticket, it gives me a right. Well, it doesn't give me a right to be a, a bully. It doesn't give you a right to be language um, nasty and all those things. And I think that goes with any sport. Yeah. It's not just when we say, oh, well, golf because of that. No, I think it's any sport. You shouldn't be yelling derogatory things at people uh, about their character, who they are, whatever. Well, and I think we all take pride you in... You suck is one thing. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I tell myself that all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we take pride in the uh, the decorum that goes around with our game. You know, what do they teach kids in junior golf? Hey, after your round, what do you do? You take your hat off, right. you shake their hand. Great round, no matter what happened. If you're playing bad, guess what? It doesn't affect your fellow competitor, and you should never know I'm playing bad. That happens bad. in the NFL. They shake hands after the yeah, game. Yeah, and I just get, think yeah. something like that is, is, is in poor taste, and I, 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 I just wish it would go away. Yeah. I mean, I like the ride. Rivalry, I don't like that pettiness. You know what else should go away? Mashed potatoes and oh, all those other things. Yeah. yeah. Although I might yell it in this golf course. Yeah. If, if I if I see a guy adjacently hit the drive, I yell mashed potatoes yeah. just, to, just to get their attention. All right. We will take uh, one more <laughs> one more short break. When we come back, hey, we're going to tell you about a, a couple of uh, – I want to tell you about a cool event that's coming up uh, on September 2nd. Uh, we'll tell you about next week's show a little bit there because we're going to be at Wanaka next week. To preview a great event coming up on September 13th. So, all that more coming up here on T to Green live from Lancaster Country Club here on WGR. You're listening to T to Green presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned, more T to Green coming up. Time now for our Champions Tour Report, brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. We, d- we did that, but we played that because we love Donald Ross, and want you to know it's the world's finest golf clothing. Um, <laughs> great stuff. Uh, for, hey, I'll give you a quick Champions Tour Report. Uh, I saw Dudley Hart a few weeks ago. Oh, did you? How is at the, uh, his son Good was dude. playing. Yeah, he's a great guy. His son was playing at the Porter Cup. Uh, son Ryan, who's uh, yep, very fine. playing golf at University Florida. of Florida. Yeah. That's where his son's playing, and it's great to see Dudley and uh, uh, catch up with him. And he, he is uh, now on the PGA Tour champion, so uh, great to see Dudley Hart. want to remind you, our, our good friends at Scroy Financial are celebrating 50 years in business this year. They're a second-generation financial planning firm, assisting fourth-generation clients. They've been working with families here in Western New York since 1971. Now, listen, if you're just getting started out uh with your retirement plans, your financial planning. There's a whole lot more that goes into it uh, besides just your retirement. Uh, they will help you out with a complimentary one-hour consultation. I bet you like what you'll hear and move on from there. Their office is in West Seneca at 674-6700. That's the number to call or check them out online, scroyfinancial.com, S-G-R-O-I financial.com. All right, a couple of great events coming up here in our, our final few minutes. Um I'm going to tell you where we're going to be next week. 
This is all about next week, this whole segment. Next week's a big week. Next week's a big week. Uh, we're going to be at Wanaka Country Club next week. Uh, the show will be live from there. Um, I ate 13 straight meals there uh, from last Thursday to Monday. <laughs> that is true. That's that's funny. <laughs> Chef, Chef Jeff, you did a great job. Um, uh, their invitation was last week, uh, which was an awesome time. And... And then I played in the ECMC outing there Monday morning at 8, which I left there Sunday at 5.30. It's a four-day. If you win on Saturday, you play on Sunday. And uh, that's always the goal, right? And uh, I left there at 5.30 on Sunday and was back there at 7.45 on Monday. Half the bag room thinks you're a member, probably. Uh, yeah. They all looked at me like, why don't you just leave your clubs here? I'm like, because I wasn't sure I was going to make it. All right, I'm kind of shot. Um, but uh, a great job there. We're going to be there next week previewing uh, the teed up for the troops event coming up September 11th and 13th. We'll tell you more about that next week. But I want to tell you about um, the members there put on a, a great event. Um, they have turned in a, a tragic event. They're doing some great out of this. Um, it, it's called the uh, Links for Luca. Uh, young Luca Kalani lost his life um, uh, to influenza a couple years ago, and they have uh, th- this event coming up here. It's an adult and child annual golf tournament. So very cool thing. It's September 2nd at Wanaka Country Club. You can play nine holes. It's open to the public? Uh, yeah, so you can, oh. you, you can get in here um, you know, via sponsorships or you want, you want to buy your spot, just like any other charity event here. It's the second annual adult-child golf tournament benefiting uh, the Live Like Luca uh, Foundation. They do some great work for kids here in Western New York in just uh, in a couple years. And uh, great family, the Kalani family. So it's at September 2nd. You can do uh, nine, a nine-hole tournament. That's a 10 a.m. shotgun, or you can do 18 holes. That's a 1 p.m. shotgun. You can play with your kid. It's children 18 and under. Modified alternate shot. Uh, there's no handicap. Includes a, a great tea gift, lunch food on the course. Um, you go to linksforluca.com, okay? Linksforluca, and Luca's L-U-C-A, dot com. So please check that out. You can also make a donation there if you can't make it. They have an auction item, some great bills, uh, autograph stuff there, too, to, to help donate there. So I want everybody to uh, help that out. Linksforluca.com. Yeah, and there's a chance to play a really cool place, as you know, Kevin. Yes, yeah, yeah we'll be there nice next event. week. Yep. Also next week, we'll be at Glen Oak in the evening for the Duster Challenge. It's back, baby. Uh, if you're the best putter in Western New York, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, We're sold out. Which is nice. There's yeah. a wait list, actually, uh, to get in, which is fantastic. We're so thrilled. 72 putters are, are going to be there, and it's going to be a, a great event. We do 18 holes of stroke play. You qualify for the match play. Uh, final, which will be under the lights on the on the green there at Glen Oak. Um, it's just going to be an awesome time. I can't wait. And the Western New York PGA, uh, thank them for helping put it together. Timmy Freeze over at Glen Oak and his staff. It's going to be an awesome time. It's going to benefit PGA Reach, which yeah. is near and dear to your heart. Yeah, I'm on the foundation board there. And it's a, it's a super cool event. And it's one of those uh, mark your calendar uh, appointment type things. Even if I, was, I, I don't compete, I'm working it. But I would be there if I wasn't competing and I wasn't working it just because it's, it's a cool place to be and have a few beers, a couple of ultras and watch these guys putt and, and, and ladies and, and enjoy the evening. It's just it's a super fun time. I tweeted out uh, from the TD Green, it's at T2G Buffalo on Twitter, um, the link you can donate there too. If you can't make it, you want it to get in, you want to make a donation uh, to help the veterans programs uh, through the Western York PGA and PGA Reach Foundation, um, you can do so. I'll tweet that out again uh, later today, the link where you can just make a donation for that. And we appreciate everybody who signed up. It's going to be an awesome time. And we'll find out who's going to win the Pacer Putter, That's right. which is the best trophy in golf in Western New York here, the Pacer Putter to the, the best putter. And so we're looking forward to the Duster Challenge. I do think week. it's a cool trophy. And <laughs> it's a real cool yeah. trophy. Yeah. And our, by the way, we have a great our runner-up award is pretty cool and yep. unique and one of a kind. Yeah, it's a, it's a good event. It's yes. a good event all around. Yeah. It, it is one I, of those I'm proud things, of that event, actually. It, yes, as am I. Uh, all of us here we, in TD Green are proud of that event. That um, was your brainchild, Kev. Yes, that was a good idea. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know what? My my hope is that the PGA of America takes it to every section That'd be and, cool. and does it. That's my hope. Uh, because well, it's such a it's a great way to raise funds for charity. And our section jumped on board this year to manage it and give scorecards yes. and score sheets and rule and the scoreboard and make it you know a little more professional and like an event like Are you a, like to say a we tour. Professional? We were professional. Yeah. We just you know we lacked the resources that the West New York PGA <laughs> there you go. has. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> 
Very well said. Yeah, uh, with that. But we're and that green's huge there, so we're going to have yes. some cool holes. It'll be fun. The fifteenth hole will be it, forever remembered. Um, but it's going to be. It, we've got to set it up. Which a setup night is Wednesday. Um, it's going to be set up traditionally difficult. We will we will do our best to make it difficult. In the past, we had a max score on the fifteenth hole. Just kept yeah. coming back. You're yeah, coming think, back. I, we have feet. some ideas. It's feet. been under discussion. We, you know, the route plan. Yeah, coming we're... back to your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and the super uh, Dan Googie, who we had on the show last week, is uh, already prepping that green to yes. firm it up and speed yeah. it up. It will yeah. be fun. Yeah. It, it's one of those events where. Uh, if you want to come see what it's all about, stop on by. You can buy some raffle tickets. We have some great raffles going on um, with that event. So that certainly can happen. We'll certainly take your money for the charity. Yes, uh, but you'll see what's going on and be like, I need to get into that next year. Yeah, maybe next year we have three shotguns. Well, maybe. maybe. All right. That is going to do it for today's show, Jeff. Um, fun show. Yes, fun show. Um, we got a little rain uh, overnight here in Lancaster, a lot of rain actually, um, which will make things interesting for the club championship. But the course looks amazing. I mean, look at 18 here, right? Yep. This 18th green looks ama- amazing. I'm going to play it off the hill, I think. <laughs> well, it's a little shot. wet today. It might plug into that hill. You might have to reconsider uh, uh, that. That's, yeah. that's true. I played it there the other day on purpose out of the fairway bunker, and it worked out tremendously. I always love being <laughs> the first one off in the morning on golf courses because they just look so perfect yeah. after that cut, and the fairways are cut. Craig Blackburn and his staff have this place. Uh, I, I love the, the the fairway cut around the greens. It's, it's just awesome. Uh, great stuff. All right. Uh, for Jeff Metis, PJ Pro Jeff Metis, uh, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Thanks to uh, Corey Griswold back in the studio for producing. Brian's back next week. We'll be at Wanaka Country Club uh, next week to preview Teed Up for the Troops and the PGA Tour playoffs. That's all coming up next week. Wish me luck, everybody. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Club Championship today. We'll see you next week right here on TD Green. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.